Good morning to all. I again have the privilege today to uh, bring the word to you. And um, we sang earlier that um, nothing can separate us from, from the love of God. And uh, of course, Jesus is the gateway to, to that love. And um, we, we're going to continue with a series on the I am of, of, of Jesus. And today we'll be looking into Jesus is the gate or Jesus is, is the door. And uh, if you want to read, we would be looking at uh, two verses in John chapter 10. <clears throat> and uh, verse 7 to verse 8. And it says, So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep, or I am the gate. Other version talks about gate. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. And the, uh, the setting of this, uh, of this interaction of Jesus with his audience it's a bit of a setting of um, tension, uh, a setting of, of conflict. And Jesus has been doing a series of things that uh, he's dealing uh, mostly with the Pharisees here in, in, this, in this setting. Uh, previously and after this, this chapter, you see uh, Jesus doing uh, what he came on earth for, really um, reaching out. For people to express, to, to experience the love of God, uh, for people to be restored, uh, for people to be who they are. This, this is the business of, of Jesus. But Jesus is doing this business in the context with the Pharisees who are very much against him. And because Jesus is challenging them, Jesus is challenging the, their ways of life. And um, and the Pharisees, especially um, a group a group of religious leaders uh, in uh, in Israel in the time, who were very proud of themselves. They they think that um, they kept the law of God. There is nothing wrong with with their lives. They are without sin. They think of themselves as people. Um, very important people. And so, but then comes Jesus um, with the principles of the kingdom of God and the way that Jesus is bringing the kingdom of God into the, the life, into the culture of, of the Pharisees, they feel a bit like treated. They, these are people of influence because of the pride and their importance. We, we've been followers of God. We're keeping the law. They added so much more tradition. Somehow they were even making their tradition to become a bit like the tradition of whole Israel. And so these are people with influence in, in, in Israel during Jesus' time. And then Jesus comes and Jesus starts bringing the principles of the kingdom of God. In a way, Jesus is telling them, you are wrong to, to the Pharisees. And, and, and this doesn't go well with pride. You know? 
And um, so the, this, this is the setting of, uh, of this, this passage that we are going to look at today, this, this statement of Jesus, uh, I am the gate, I, I am the law. And, and this, this is especially important that Jesus says that I am the door, because one of the challenges that he is bringing to, to the religious leaders and to the Pharisees is that they, they stand on the way of the kingdom of God. They themselves uh, would not enter the kingdom and they prevent other people to enter. Like they're standing at the door. And they're, not, they're not getting in. And they're standing on the way of, of what of you. So it is, it, is, it is very significant here that Jesus is choosing this metaphor to, um, to talk about himself. So it is a tension. Um, it, is, it is opposition. But we see here very much Jesus knowing who he is. He is not being intimidated by this proud group of people. And he is not um, also turning to just accommodate or to make himself being accepted. Jesus wasn't in, in, in that game. So, so the statement of Jesus saying here, I am the gate or I am the door, is, is quite a radical statement that he, he is bringing into that context. Of course, the gate and, and the door is not something that we randomly think about. They're just there. You know, we go in and out. We don't, we don't sometimes don't think about the door. You know, we, we came in this, this, this morning through different doors and there are different doors in, in here. We don't realize that they are there because we just used to, to going in and out. But it is sometime when something is wrong with the door that you then stop and think about how important this piece of the structure is, you know. But if, if the door is, is, is okay, uh, you, just, you just think about it. But the door or the gate is, is actually um, something uh, very significant here. Uh, as Jesus is is bringing to uh, to his audience, and um, of course Jesus is talking to an audience who have a very good understanding of what the gate or what the door is. It, it is a culture of farmers, and um, uh, they deal with with animals and a lot of animals, and so they know the importance of the gate or the importance of the door for themselves as, as farmers and as well as for the animal that they, uh, they care for. And um, for, for the animal, as, as they go through the gate, uh, if the gate is locked or it's not open, there is no way out. You know? So uh, it, is, it is important for, for, for the animal. But even for the... Um, for the shepherd or for the farmer themselves, if something is not right with the door, it means that it's going to create chaos for the animal. Then it means it's, it's a trouble for, for, for the farmer. And so, um, and Jesus is then 
bringing this, this concept of I, I am the door. And I think what Jesus is, is doing here, Jesus is doing two things. Jesus is speaking to the audience of these Pharisees and who are proud of themselves and who thinks that they have the influence on causing other people to choose what is right. And Jesus is coming against that. So, so the Pharisees are part of his audience, this, this, this group of, of arrogant people, if, if we can put it that way. And, and the other way, Jesus is speaking to innocent people who are longing for truth, who are searching for truth, and who are uh, following the, uh, the Pharisees because the Pharisees position themselves as those with influence, as those with, with truth. And our, lay, our ways of life, our tradition is that what you should embrace. So making disciples for themselves. And there are innocent people who uh, are following them. And, and Jesus come and he is dealing with, with, with this to audience and the way Jesus is is doing it he is doing it in a way that God is glorified so how is God glorified God is glorified in a sense that these proud Pharisees are not being let loose to continue to deceive people with with their ways of life Somehow, Jesus is coming to restore the truth. The, the truth that is being distorted by, uh, by the Pharisees. And at the same time, Jesus is coming to rescue this innocent one who are longing, who, who are wanting to enter into, through the gate to go into the temple Metaphorically, to worship God, to enter, to have access to God. These are, these are the two things that um, Jesus is, is doing. And I think for us as believers, um, uh, th- there are implications uh, for us in here as well with, with our ways of life. In a sense that our ways of life can either be a pathway that leads people to the light, to Jesus, or our lifestyle as Christians can actually be a blockage that prevents people from access, accessing God, that prevents people from, from uh, embracing the kingdom of God. And, and somehow it is a responsibility. And Jesus saw that. Jesus, Jesus understood his responsibility as someone sent by God, anointed by God, to uh, deal with the things that are not truth, to deal with the things that are not right, and also to um, proclaim, to make that um, radical statement that I am the gate. And so, in a, in in what Jesus is saying here, I, I am the door and everyone who comes before me and proclaiming themselves to be, to be the door, all of those are thieves. 
and, and they are robbers. And, and, and Jesus is talking to the face of the Pharisees who, uh, they are the people of the time. And Jesus is using uh, almost, we can say, like an offensive language, you see it. It's, and, and the Pharisees here feel that they are offended. Like, who, who are you? And they, they're asking these questions to Jesus a lot. Who are you? How dare you actually uh, heal people during a Sabbath day? And so they're challenging Jesus' Jesus' ways of life. And, and, and we are almost in the same position today as, as believers. We are living in a society, in a world that is very antagonistic. Uh, with what we stand for. And uh, our ways of life, um, our, our mission to proclaim the gospel, sometimes is going to appear to be offensive to, to, to this culture. You know? If, if we, we want to abide and invite people to embrace the principle of the kingdom of God, if, if, if we say, for example, to this culture that sex before marriage does not honor God, you are offending millions of people. But that doesn't make this statement, not truth. And Jesus says that everybody who came before me is a thief, is a robber. And I am the door. I am the gate. And he doesn't shy away from, from this. He doesn't run away from, from this, this statement. I am. You can go around the world and go into many other religions. There is no other way that you can get to God. I am the only way to, for you to access God. And, and, and this is the, the a radical statement that, that Jesus is, is bringing here. And, and he, he is somehow saying, saying to these Pharisees, and except you embrace me, you are just thieves and, and robbers. And, and they are offended, in fact, because their reactions is that they are looking at ways of how to do away with Jesus. How can we kill him? And it is, it is a, a, a serious business here. I was reflecting Again, on uh, David uh, baptizing um, the other day, it is a, a commitment to uh, publicly declare that I, I am a follower of, of Jesus. And so, I am a follower of Jesus sometimes may mean that people are thinking about killing you. It doesn't sound nice and encouraging for to come to church on Sunday and someone t- 
talking to you about uh, being being killed. But what we see here with, with Jesus saying that I am the door, I am the gate to God, is, is that I care for humanity so much that I am willing to embrace death. And one of the things that characterize the news today is, is the killing of innocent people in the name of God. A lot of atrocity that's, that's happening is that using religion to destroy life. And Jesus comes to say, I am the door and I am willing to lay down my life for the ship so that the ship can have life. And... Uh, and so if that is going to cost me my life, it's not going to stop me from inviting people into the kingdom of God. This, this is our calling as, as citizens of, of the kingdom of God. Is uh, Sometimes our actions, uh, our lifestyle is going to be offensive. But we are... Those citizens that are part of a relationship or a structure that is willing to lay down their life for other people. And for me, as, as an African, as we explore the, uh, the history of Christianity, we are so grateful to uh, nations and Western nations who, uh, people from Western nations that went into, into, um, into our continent to bring the gospel. And we read those stories as people who uh, travel with their coffins that I may go into that jungle, into that village in, in Africa, and I may not come back. And people who were willing to die because there is something precious when it comes to, to the kingdom of God. And so um, our choice is to be, to be the follower of Jesus, is to, 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 to embrace this model of, of Jesus is that everybody that comes against uh, before me uh, is leading people at stride. They are robbers. They are thieves. But I am willing to, to lay down my life. As we live our life as, as Christians in a, in a society where destruction is done in the name of God, we... Uh, we have the responsibility of restoring again the uh, restoring the trust that people can have in God. That people would not want to have nothing to do with religion because we've heard yes, we've seen a lot of war in our society. It's because of religion. 
for us as citizens and as true children, as, as sons and daughters of God. It is more than Christianity. It is life. And, and somehow we have to get this, this message out for people to say that, yes, it is right. There is killing happening in the name of God, but there is something different. And, and this is our challenge. So how do we find this way of inviting people to the kingdom of God with our lives so that they can see a difference? I was in, in, in Cameroon about two weeks ago visiting my, my parents. And, and, and during that, that time there, I organized uh, a leadership seminar with uh, um, Christian radios managers, about... Um, 11 Christian radios. And, and during, during the session, uh, one of the, the managers of the radio was uh, giving a testimony of uh, Cameroon is in the northern, it was in the north. I'm from the northern part of Cameroon, which is majority Islam. And the, uh, the terrorist attack with Boko Haram, I don't know if you, how much you, you know about that. Boko Haram operates quite a lot in that region. Uh, because it's border with, with Nigeria. And Boko Haram comes and recruits a lot of youth in, in that and train them. So, um, <clears throat> and the, the, the Christian radio in, in that setting is quite a significant ministry. It's, it's sometimes it's the only way that people would have access to the gospel just because of the atrocity that can happen to you because of the Muslim worldview. And so there is that Muslim guy who show up um, the other day in the radio, and he came and then he met the guy and said, I would like to see the manager of, of this radio. And so he was dressed up a bit like, like some of those terrorists. And so the guy was there is really freaking out. He's like... What is going to happen to me the next minute? And it happens that um, the, the uh, government officials have, have warned them in the past. They say that your radio position is a bit remote from the city. So be careful with the security because you can be attacked by the, the terrorists. So when he saw that guy coming, I would like to see that manager. So he thought, yeah, that's it. It's, it's, it's going to happen to me. And so you say, yes, I, I am the, the manager. Can we go to your office? Say, uh, yes, we can, we can go. And so um, they went, and then uh, they, he started opening his, his heart. And he says, I, I'm, I have been following, listening to, uh, to your radio for a, a long time now. And this, this man actually traveled from a long distance to come to that, to that radio. And... Um, and what you are saying in your messages in, in the radio, it's, it's so powerful. It is truth. And I am a Muslim. But as I watch the news and I listen to the radio, any time that um, uh, there are news about terrorist attack, I have never heard a name of a Christian. There is no name like Paul, like Jeremiah, like Andrew. There is no name like that. And most of the terrorist attacks that we see on, on, on are Muslim names. And uh, as you're talking about uh, the message of peace and, and love, 
your God is, is the true God. Can you uh, give me a CD of all your messages so that I can go and listen to it in, in, in the secret, secret of my house? And that, that is, is quite uh, a significant thing in, in, that, in that part of, of Cameron is, is that what, what it has highlighted is with, uh, with the terrorist attack that's happening, God is opening the eyes of the Muslim into what is actually the religion that they are following. And so, and, and what, what Jesus is, is, is doing here, he, he knows that the, there are innocent people who are trapped in that following the, uh, the Pharisees and, and the Sadducees and the other religious leaders. And there are people who are trapped in that tradition, but with a longing of, of the kingdom of God. They, they want the kingdom of God. And, and Jesus says, I am the door. I am the truth that you are searching. And so what... In, in, this, in this statement, I am the gate, I am the door, what, what, is, what is really Jesus uh, providing here? Jesus first is providing uh, security and, and assurance for those who, who, who are seeking. He is assuring, actually, the Pharisees that you are wrong, you know, you are standing in the gate. You're not actually letting anyone in. You are actually thieves. You are robbers. You are blind. You are even causing more blindness into, into Israel. But he is also assuring those who are seeking for the truth that you follow me, you're not going to be disappointed. Because I am, I am the door and I am going to lay down my life for you. And so whoever, whoever comes through me would be safe. Who comes before me are robbers, but the sheep did not listen to him. But he said, truly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. You would be able to, to come in and to come out if you, if you come through me. So what Jesus is providing here in this statement, it is providing the security and the assurance that um, I would not deceive you like those who came uh, before me. I would not use you to make myself famous. This I am not out of out here because I am looking for fame. Jesus is uh, bringing the assurance that uh, if people go through him, they would have life and life. In abundance, and the second thing that Jesus is is providing for the uh, for his audience, he is providing safety. The door, the door determines the door or the gate determines the uh, the safety of of a house or of a structure. You know, at, at the door, there, you know, when coming back from Cameron's and, and I have to be stopped at the gate because I have to present my passport like, like everybody's. And they want to make sure that you're not a terrorist, you know, whatever lets in. And this is, this is, this is 
uh, what the door does for us in our houses. You know, you don't know what's the weather. Is it hot? Is it, is it uh, cold? And so the door can determine that. If it is hot, you open it and then you can get a bit more of fresh air. If it is, if it is in my house, I'm quite sensitive to, to the cold. If I feel it's in a door that is open, you know. And so the gate and, and the door here is, is a bit of an idea of security. And so Jesus' safety, and Jesus saying that I, I am the door for the ship, is, is that you are safe coming through me. You know, the dangers that, that the ship would, would face and experience, I have what it, it takes to deal with, with those dangerous things. I, I have the authority to, to deal with whatever comes uh, on your way. I am your protection. And this, this, this is what Jesus is providing for, the, uh, for, for, for the, the, his audience. Jesus is providing freedom. You know, you, you come through me, you, you are free to go in and, and go out and, as you abide. And why? Because the teaching of the Pharisees is just causing blindness. In, and it is a heavy burden that they themselves cannot carry it. But Jesus is, is, suggest, is suggesting freedom here. And, and, and the third thing that we see here, Jesus is providing, Jesus is providing sustenance for, for the sheep. He said they would be able to come in and out and then they would have pasture. And then Jesus is, is, is that door that leads to a pasture. They, they would have what they need to feed their soul. And, and they have seen that, they've experienced that when they come to Jesus and they listen to the teaching of Jesus. They see his life, Jesus, and some of them find it too hard. And some other people who, who grasp it is they, who, where else can we go, Jesus? You have the word of life. Because people with burdened people, uh, with broken heart, with, with, with broken lives, they come to Jesus and then they, they experience that love that they, they, they were not able to find anywhere else. And, and this, this is what Jesus means. I am, my, I am the door that will lead you to pastures. You know. the, uh, the prostitutes that have been rejected uh, by the society and, and they, they, they would come and, and around Jesus and Jesus, Jesus doesn't push them away and, and it was that acceptance that they, they, they were looking for and people would try to push them oh if that Jesus think of himself as a prophet surely he would know that that woman is, is a whore but Jesus is, is welcoming Jesus. They leave her alone. She is doing something that you actually don't realize. And so, and this, this is what, what Jesus is, is saying to his audience. That I am the door. I, I am the gate for, for the sheep. If, if you come to me, your spirit, your soul would, would be refreshed. And uh, your brokenness would be would be restored, and um, 
and of course they they were furious uh, against him. I mean the um, the the Pharisees. But we see here that Jesus he knew uh, who he was, and he uh, wasn't afraid of being challenged. And he wasn't afraid to stand, to stand out as the only door. Jesus didn't say that I am one of the doors. I am the door. And, um, and so as, as I said earlier that uh, even though we are not the door like Jesus was, but somehow as follower of Jesus, we are the door as well for, for our society. And uh, our life should be the life that makes it easy for people to see the kingdom of God, for people to embrace the kingdom of God. Our life should be a life that those who, are, who have lost faith in God or people who, who think that... Um, all the evil of the world is being brought by religion. Is, is, is. Our role is that, is there anything that I can do for my life as a believer that can change someone thinking about Christianity? Do I have a, a, a part to play in that people would, uh, would have faith again in, in Christianity? Of course, Christianity is hard quite bad names from centuries you know, and and we're not free from it you know uh, news uh, are full with uh, with uh, headlines that really depict what's happening in a church and and they are truth those uh, negative those bad names that can be labeled in in the church there are a lot of truth in it but Jesus faced that in his time as well he came with his lifestyle, with his speech, with his action to restore that so that people can embrace that, that door. So our invitations for, for us today is that, is it any part in me, in my life, that would uh, invite people wanting to go through that gate, through that door? Let's pray. Jesus, we um, want to thank you that you've, uh, you've given your life for us. And, um, and we've decided to follow you. And, and follow you is, is an amazing thing uh, because of what it does to, to our life. But it also challenges uh, because of what we may face in, in our service to you. And but we are grateful, Jesus, that uh, one of your strengths when you were ministering is that God was in you. And the same God that was in you, the same God that brought you from death, we, we have the same God in us. Lord, I pray as um, we continue to, to live our life as, as Christians, as 
believers. It's, it's, it's not a joke. It's, it is a life. And I pray, Lord, with, with your grace and with, with your spirit, that we would contribute to expanding the kingdom of God. We would contribute to people wanting to become citizens of your kingdom. And um, this is not possible with um, our own strength, with our cleverness, but it's, it's possible because you are with us. Thank you for your partnership with us in Jesus' name. Amen.